It's descended. We've gone from being really yeah. professional to just like, we're, we've got drinks, Fuck we've you. got lollies. Liam's not allowed to drink. Hello, and welcome to our Creative Commune podcast with Liam, B, Pete, and Laura. We'll be chatting all things photography, videography, and just having a general chat over a coffee like we do most days. Hello, everyone. Hi. Hi. Hello. What are we all doing here? That's the most awake any of us have sounded today. <laughs> I know. We're all a little bit dead, aren't we? Because it's boiling. It is. It is. Boiling. I mean, what, what's the temperature now while we're sat here? 49 degrees. Mm. It says it's only 33 on my watch. Is but it? It's it just feels a lot hotter when you're in Spain, it's doesn't it? It's this hot Lies. in England as well, isn't it? Yeah. It is. So we're not really missing anything. Oh, it's, it says it feels like 34, but humidity is making it feel hotter. Yeah. It's very, very okay. Warm. Well, how long have we been here for now? A week. A week? Yeah, a week. A week. Yeah, exactly. A week. Okay. We, We've fully halfway. acclimatised. Yeah. Clearly. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still, we are such holiday mode now. I'm still knackered from the wedding, though, aren't you? I'm dead, yeah. yeah. Well, so the wedding was, days. yeah. You've only had, a, like, what, a day and a half off, haven't you? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it probably didn't help that I killed myself with a run this morning. Um, but, yeah. Yeah, you did your three kilometre run in what 13 and a half minutes or i did something. i was very proud great. Yeah. yeah crazy but i nearly vomited on at the end <laughs> 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 up the hill that's how you know Help you've done me. a good I job i feel myself going i thought oh god what's gonna happen they're gonna find me in a heap later on we're just gonna eat ice lollies while recording this okay yes so you, you two it. the wives you finally left the villa yesterday didn't you, after nearly a we week did. of isolation? What Laura, you moment. left the villa twice. I know. I was so proud. Is it your first time, B? Yes. It was, yeah, it was really nice. Went for a delicious meal out. Yeah, we did. Yeah, it was really fun, we went, actually. We went for, like, a drink in the square first, didn't we? Yeah. And then pootled on round to this really beautiful outdoor restaurant that was in a garden. Yeah, it was really nice. It was delightful. Played games with the kids. The kids and, loved it and then yeah. walking home in the dark. It was and, full moon. Yeah. It was enormous as well, wasn't it? it was All the stars magical. in the sky and the kids were delighted. Like, yeah. look at the stars, yeah. look at the moon. It was cute. Uh, we're going back, aren't we, on Sunday for yeah. your wedding anniversary. Yeah, it's our 15-year wedding anniversary on Sunday. Yeah. Happy Exciting. anniversary, you get to share it with Thank us. You. Yeah, I feel like super privileged that, you know, you're like, no, just come. That's you can really sit nice. at one end of the table smooching, we'll sit at the other end of the chair. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We always spend our anniversary with you guys. Last year, we were in Wales, Wales and Liam, Liam broke his foot. Yeah. <laughs> fell out, yeah. fell out oh, of his yeah. van, broke his foot. I yeah. did, I did. What a dick. So you were in casualty with Liam on our anniversary, weren't you? Do you remember? Yeah. Oh, you are such yeah. good friends. Thank Aww. you. It was scary times, that, because like, we got to A&E, it was just like, it was rammed. I up. wasn't allowed to go in. COVID it was, was COVID, rife, wasn't yeah. it? COVID. Yeah. And also it was five, oh, like ten days before you were supposed to be flying out to Switzerland, Switzerland to yeah. shoot your first destination yeah. of the pandemic. It didn't break oh, yeah. it. It was just a really, really bad sprain. Um, so what have, what have we been doing? Since we've been here, I have read a book every single day. I know. I think and that is this is not possible. You're not human. How? Uh, I'm, yeah. I'm on, what are we on now? I think I'm on books. Well, I've I just finished a book, five. so I'm either I've either just finished book seven. Yeah. Or I'm about to start book seven. Not sure. Are these like kids' books? No. You know, like twenty <laughs> pages long. Liam keeps on saying this. I know it's a proper like four hundred page book. How? I need to observe this. Like, cause you just how? read it. You just constantly, I, constantly. Read. I mean, whenever you look at us, we're reading. That's the thing, isn't it? But the thing B, is, B when doesn't you... read like an like. She doesn't look at the words one by one. She can look at a chunk like a computer like and go bzz, bzz, like some sort of robo. Reader. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but when you look at the beginning of a Kindle and it says, this book will take you approximately six hours and 37 minutes to read. You think, well, there's 24 hours in a day. I'm awake at 5am every day. Yeah. I've read months. a book by the time you wake up. It's six months on average for me to read a book. Six months. Yeah. What book, what <laughs> book mean, have you been reading uh, the last six months, Dom? I've been reading... Um, You've read it, haven't you, Laura? It's Jason Fox. You know, It's just generally stuff about, like... No the Have armed forces it? and yeah. war that's what you I like to read <laughs> I'm, I'm <laughs> I'm this is so stuff. eclectic <laughs> yeah and you've had um, what's his chops as well uh, who's the other the, the, um, the bellend from SAS not Jason's a nice one um, <laughs> what is his name Anthony is Mid it is it Anthony An Ant Middleton, Middleton yeah. Is that his name? yeah yeah when you when you told me you read his book I thought <laughs> 
did you read it from the I to the end? I think I audibled that one. I'm pretty sure I was listening to it in lockdown while it's I was doing DIY. Getting, it's just him getting arrested and like headbutting people, isn't yeah, it? Basically, absolute monster. Wow. What else have we been up to? I mean, we've we've been been in the pool. We've been in the pool. Sunbathing, reading books, been in the pool, not left the villa. We've eaten a lot of salads. We've not moved. Bloody hell. Salad great. coming out of our ears. I feel like I spend a good two hours a day just prepping salad. Just dropping. Yeah. yeah. We, just dropping. we had a good eight hour day where we uh, went to do a little half an hour photo shoot, didn't we? And then oh, uh, yes. never returned. <laughs> of course. Yeah. So, yeah, we went off to do some shots on the beach, which I like to do with the underwater housing. And I know a really cool location that I always take my couples to. It's always really remote. No one's there. Anyway, this time we got there. There's a bloody barrier, isn't there? A new barrier. So that kind of set things back a bit. And then we had to, another like half an hour drive to, where was it? Tamariu? Yeah. And the world was there, weren't they? Yeah. In this little so cove. I, yeah. So you had to jump out the car with a couple and I drove around town for yeah. uh, about half an hour. Thought I'd found somewhere to park. And then we got back to a £40 uh, fine. We for, did, we did. We decided to park. I had a couple in the sea and then uh, ended up like dodging a hundred jellyfish on the shoot. Then they got knackered and then you arrived and then it was time to go home. Yeah. <laughs> Talk us through this jellyfish thing then the... because when you came back and you described what happened, it sounded like my, my words. Yeah, there. so like I, a I, don't, yeah. I don't do many shoots in Tamariu just because it's, well, it's it's really busy. It's a lovely little like village and resort, but it's super busy. So we walked around the edge of this cove and I could see a rock and I thought, right, the sun's in the right position. Um, I need to get you guys on that rock to make these pictures work. But the only way to get there would be to jump in the sea and sort of swim around into this cove. So they reluctantly got into the sea and we started to make our way around. And then as we sort of entered this cove, I could just hear Danny kind of like, you know, he was like, he was a little bit shocked and he was like flapping around. And there was, um, there was literally hundreds of jellyfish surrounding us. And I'm like, guys, it's all right. We can just kind of worm our way past these jellyfish. But inside I was really panicking too. Uh, but yeah, luckily we got through it. No stings. So. I mean, they were pretty brave and up for it to be like that because I would have been like, yeah, I'm what really, the hell is he doing? That's like, what I was thinking. Really impressed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think they, they could they could see how, like, how calm I was remaining and just kind of, eh, come on, guys, we can do this. That kind of rubbed off on them. But even though inside I was shitting it. Crazy. <laughs> yeah. And then the bride accidentally left her phone in the car. Left her phone in the car. And then you had to make a... a like an hour round trip to go and drop it back off again. So you? you you left the villa in the morning, like thinking you'd be back for lunch. And you yeah, were yeah you left at like, at like eight o'clock in the morning, didn't you? We did yeah. for like a what should be a half an hour photo shoot. Took <laughs> <laughs> all day. But they yeah, yeah they were lovely when we took the phone back and yeah, they, yeah bought us lunch didn't they in town yeah that's cute and yeah. you could see after the shoot as well like the spirits were were like really lifted you know the, the adrenaline was pumping and I think you know created some good memories for them so and then it was the wedding the day after wasn't it yeah and How then did we it, uh, go? it went it went well I mean it was it was it was boiling hot wasn't it mate it was so hot it was so hot and they got married outside thankfully when they got married at five it did start to cloud over but it was super humid I don't think you ever really get used to. No. The heat, do you? And I don't think I don't do loads of destination weddings in all, in August. Like, we when don't it do is we? This hot. Normally, September is our destination wedding, uh, yeah. then, isn't it? April, May. August is quite rare. I it mean, is. occasionally we'll have the odd one, like we'll have an elopement shoot in, say, Santorini, or we've done a wedding all together in Bordeaux before. In and in that was the same. Like we and that, melted, it was forty didn't we? degrees yeah. for that one, wasn't it? Yeah. So yeah, I mean, it went really well. Um, I mean, it's it's always with you know there are struggles with destination weddings, particularly in Spain, because sometimes the venues are not as, not quite as on the ball, are they? As back home, they're a bit like yeah, mañana, mañana, yeah, more like relaxed. That. Is that not quite nice? Though? Super chill. Well, not always because they don't tell you stuff sometimes. Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't nice for me that side of things. No. So you, <clears throat> did you find it all quite stressful? Yeah. So what was what was the problem? It was it was very hot. Obviously, which mm -hmm. feeds into everything, doesn't it? Um, yeah. We were on the photo shoot, weren't we? And then Sandra came over and said, "Liam, uh, yeah, we need them back now." That wasn't the first thing, the first step for me, though. Mm. It's just so you know trying been... to trying to kind of establish some kind of timeline. So I need to know when I can go and like set up and yeah, and all this stuff. And you know, it's just all so chilled. And um, like, yeah, it's, it's chilled until it's not chilled, and then you have to panic, set set things up. 
Yeah. Um, but I mean, I, I got I got to the you know where they were having the ceremony, plenty of time, got well, everything sorted. There was a big thing in the ceremony where the, yeah. there, was, there was a pianist playing music during the vows, which obviously for the crowd makes it um, really oh, you know emotional. Hmm. But um, you know, then when you're trying to record it, audio, yeah, yeah. yeah. no, because so and also um, like I don't speak any Spanish, which is my bad. Um, but they had like an audio guy there. So he was, you know, I asked if I could get a, you know, feed from his system to plug in and get the sound. Um, and he was, you know, very accommodating. He plugged it all in for me and then yeah. plugged me in where I would get the final mix of, you know, them doing the vows, but also the, uh, why is it raining? This is weird. It's so bizarre. You look outside and it's absolutely blazing it's sun. Sunny. Why is it raining There's when it's blazing? Sunny? There's not even the just started with like some kind of like, like tropical downpour, not a cloud in the sun. Where's this rain coming from? I'm gonna check to see where it's coming from. Can you pull my sun lounger in, please? It's very important. But anyway, so the, the the sound I've got of the ceremony also has like a pianist playing, you know, weirdly emotional music over yeah. the top of it, which when we're going to use that audio and set it to different music. I mean, they, they are mic'd up, so we will have like something where the voices are loud. What can you room. do in that situation? Get well, them to like re-record their vows or can you take out the music well, I from mean, behind it? Or? You could get them to re-record their vows, but like having, I had a little listen to it and like, she's like crying, doing her vows, you know, that oh, emotional so yeah. It's not a case of, oh, just read mm -hmm. these again and it's the same. Yeah. yeah. So uh, I yeah. think we'll just have to isolate it as much as possible and it is what it is, isn't it? Yeah. Not. And the groom had a mic, you know, a mic that I'd given him to, to wear as well. So hopefully the music won't so be as loud in that one. So hating destination weddings yeah. again now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh. They're dead to you. That's the subject <laughs> of our podcast I think, today. Yeah, well, I, think, <laughs> I think, yeah, like that language barrier. Because um, yeah, maybe really he would have been able that. to speak, you know, tell me that because I there's somewhere else I could have plugged into, like I could have plugged into like the the receiver for the microphone. Yeah, um, but the results are, are, are amazing. Like un, like under all that pressure, and like your results so far, and I know that the, the finished results going to be spot on too. But don't you feel like a sense of achievement being under that type of pressure and then seeing what you've done? I might do in, that, that's in you know, a month when you've recovered. And Toby, the celebrant, I briefed him and said, Toby, listen, mate, I need to, because it's like 120 people here. If they all bugger off for cocktails, I won't be able to get my group shots done, so we need to do them here in the Olive Grove after the ceremony. And he's like, I'm going to write it now on my iPad, Liam, just to, to give you that chance to announce it. He didn't, did he? Like, he, he, like, he didn't, the, no. He started walking down for confetti, and I'm like, and I'm stood at the front, like, oh, <laughs> shit. And so I, I could see you in the, the corner side. of my eye, and I was like, <laughs> uh, I don't think they're going to stop. No. Yeah, and, but I you made it. Kind of you teleported got loads of nice myself pictures. around. Yeah. Yeah. That running's coming useful. Yeah. <laughs> got the shots. and um, But yeah, so there was a lot, you know, there was there was pressure. There was there was moments of stress. But I just really just love shooting in that venue. And I think that was Lovely like number venue. 16 wedding that I've done there as well. But again, like, they did big group shot on the the roof didn't you and um we yeah. both got some drone shots of that yeah and then i had to land the drone throw the drone on a table somewhere try yeah. and like throw That's, up three tripods because everyone's you, immediately mate. coming in and then like try and get a feed for the audio <laughs> mic up six people i know and then like the um the MC started talking when I had one camera vaguely ready, so you know I've I got know, I've mate. got that. I mean, you don't really need the MC, but I mean, still, it's just like what? Why is everything you need to have, have two to people be for like weddings like this? But then, how do or, I know what? Because would that know, like, make it any easier? It's really you know, weird because the last wedding that you did was so easy, and you could have done it with half a pee, <clears> you yeah. know, and it was really yeah. easy. Uh -huh. so it was so it's chill. Like you just don't know. Yeah, whether you need and it one would have been appropriate yeah. at that wedding for me to be like, just hang on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it would not have been in yeah. any way appropriate for me to do that. Yeah. It wasn't a chilled more, wedding, like, though. Relaxed, not relaxed, but like you know that where everyone's like, "Well, we'll do it whenever." Do you think that makes it more stressful for us? A little bit. Yeah, you're I like right, it, I like though. it relaxed, but also to have. Yeah, you're right though. With some that's clarity the, of what that's was the going There on. needs to be someone that's like in charge that you know, you know that you can get, mm. get a get a plan from it wasn't as like slow paced as usual though was it that wedding i don't think it seemed quite there, well, was, a, there was an it intensity was a very late in the day wedding yeah, though it was a five o'clock wedding wasn't it and i know that we're going to touch on all this later when we properly properly talk about destination weddings but with mm. a five o'clock ceremony 
You haven't really got much room. Yeah, it's all no. it's for not. everything else. Have yeah. you? Everything is no. kind of like. But I think I'm not sure down. about that because there's a lot of people would get married at two and then they'd still be first dancing at like seven, eight. Yeah. They? So because the first dance for this one was at half eleven. Half eleven. Just everything was pushed later. Yeah. For what it was. And yeah. that, that saxophonist, when he came out, bloody hell, I thought, is this guy human? I've never seen, never seen anything like it, have we? This guy had so much energy. Yeah, it was bonkers. Whatever yeah. he was on, I wanted it. Yeah. Nuts. <laughs> it was great, wasn't it? Oh. But then he finished and then, like, a Grease mega mix came on. And you're like, this oh, does dear. not follow from that. Five <laughs> like, Everyone was just going crazy on the dance floor and then it's just like, oh, and now we're... Is this before or after <laughs> Olivia Newton-John died? Because if it was... After. After, yeah. It's not cool, oh. is it? That's oh. too topical. It is. I don't think I'd be dancing, you know, like in a joyful, joyful sobbing way. Sobbing in a corner, wearing skin-tight pants. And... <laughs> 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 yeah. Oh. So, yeah, anyway, let's uh, let's discuss... Yeah. Um, yeah, let's talk about destination weddings. Destination weddings, yeah. So if we sort of go back, I guess, like to how it all started, like how wh- when was your first destination wedding? Our first one was in Morocco. 2009? And, yeah. And I think we'd done... We'd done someone's wedding and her sister was getting married and she was getting married in Morocco. So that's how we got it, basically, like a, a referral, like she'd met us before. And it was like, do you, I don't know if you do this, you know, because they weren't that common then for, yeah. for someone no. to get it was much someone more from home wasn't it? to come with them. Yeah. Even weddings in the UK were more difficult. Yeah. It wasn't as... It was a bit weird. So it was like, would you, would you even consider like coming with us and we're going to get married here and blah, blah, blah. And it was really, it was a beautiful wedding. Like really, yeah. it was maybe like 20 people. It was quite small, wasn't it? Oh, it was so lovely. And we were there with them pretty much the whole time for, for like a good few days. We yeah. did like treks. We went into the um, Medina the day before. Mm-hmm. We rode mm-hmm. camels with them. We, nice. You know, like there was loads of days out kind of thing. It was really cool. I left it. my camera bag on a camel. You did? Yeah. <laughs> did it trot off, did it? It did, but I ran after it. Can't move very quick. These camels. I mean, it was it, the camel got his vision of you like chasing his yeah. camel. The, the camel, desert. the camel was was pulling like a a carriage. Yeah, it was like it. a camel carriage ride. Aww. We weren't sitting on the camel. It was really quite cool. Poor it camel. was. Yeah. But yeah, like we enjoyed it. I think, didn't we? I think because we kind of knew all the people. That was good. It wasn't as stressful mm-hmm. as like just a random person booking us for the first one. And it was pictures mm-hmm. as well, so it was much easier. Yeah, yeah. we really enjoyed it. Though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because pictures are really easy. Really. Yeah. yeah. Whatever. <laughs> what was our first one? Mine. Uh, it just kind of it presented itself to me. Not. I didn't. I wasn't pushing for destination weddings back then. It was 2012, and Adam Johnson. Big up, Mr. Johnson. He contacted me and said, Liam, um, do you fancy doing a wedding with me in Kenya? And I was like, what? Really? So he got this inquiry for this huge um, Indian wedding three-day event um, next to a place called uh, Lake Naivasha in Kenya. And he was like, he was nervous to go, um, obviously, because it was his first destination wedding as well. And he said, will you come? So I was like, yeah, let's do it. So we went over there for three days and it was huge, like really, really hard work, but so much fun. Like we only got about two hours sleep each night. And yeah, it just blew our minds, like the energy there, how different it was, the the climate, how welcoming they were. And so after that, we both decided that we want to do more of these sort of weddings. Mm-hmm. And, and, then, and then and the next one after that just sort of appeared as well. So I did an engagement shoot for a couple from Singapore. And that was in Liverpool. And I got chatting to them after the engagement shoot about their wedding plans. And they were getting married in Singapore. And I was like, well, do you need a photographer? And they were like, yeah, we do. So they booked me to go to Singapore for that. And that was in 2013. And then while I was there, their friends approached me after the wedding and said, do you want to come back in, in a few months time and do our wedding? Mm-hmm. So we, I had those like three successions of like destination weddings in like a short space of time. And then I just got the bug from that. I just thought, this is like, this is me. This is what I want to do. And I started to kind of push myself to do a lot more. Uh, But we can talk a bit bit more about that now, can't we? Um, How we sort of like get our destination weddings, I guess. Yes, how do you? Yeah, Yeah, how do you get them? Um, So we created a page on our website. So in the main menu bar, there's a section just about destination weddings. Mm -hmm. And then we talk about destination weddings on our homepage as well. So it's sort of integrated into our brand. 
so I made this page and I mean I'm a bit of a obsessive when it comes to SEO so I spent a lot of time just kind of optimizing this page it does well in Google it's sort of like third sometimes second sometimes first so we get quite a lot of inquiries through from that and then engagement shoots as well so I do a lot of London engagement shoots uh, for couples from like Singapore and Hong Kong and America so I've managed to get weddings in those countries by doing those shoots and then I've just created lots of different pages on my site for Spain, Italy, France, Greece, Santorini, and they all rank really well. And um, we get a steady flow of inquiries through from them. Mm-hmm. How do yeah. you guys get yours? I'm just thinking I mean, we used to have a destination wedding page on our website and we don't anymore. Well, you don't even want to do it, Pete. <laughs> Ours always fall into our lap, like zero effort is made. It's always like through other weddings or, you know, isn't it? Yeah, but it's most usually of, a referral either from previous bride or grooms yeah. or through like a photographer. They're not normally totally random. I think it's a case of if you put things out there that you want to do them, yeah. then it comes to you. And we put yes. quite a lot of destination photos onto Instagram as well, don't we? Yeah, we, we do. We yeah, do. it'd be quite clear looking at your Instagram that you would go yeah. anywhere. And yeah, that, that's yeah. the key because I think a lot of people browsing don't know like oh I'm you know you're based in mm-hmm. Kent like do you just shoot in Kent how much do you guys charge and what do you do do you include the travel and accommodation fee in it because mm-hmm. ours is just like one set price yeah same yeah. because yeah, I find well, we, we've if they... added a flat fee on top haven't yeah. we 500 pounds so it's it a normal was. price plus 500 pounds so yeah. I think you might increase that now that yeah. Like, yeah, because yeah, five hundred pound doesn't recently, cover. The, 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 the one in really? France that was it was yeah. eight hundred pounds a lot. Yeah. Costs. And, and that and was. I mean, we, I mean, we can't judge it off this because this is a two week holiday. No, um, no, we're talking about a fly in and fly out situation. Yeah. Yeah, but anyway, yeah, we so we we're on normal price plus five hundred quid. So yeah, we probably most of them we earn a bit less money. Yeah. And I guess yeah. people always say this, but like, you know, you're away from home, so you're losing money in that way. Like, you could have done more weddings and whatever, but. Mm. We have a European price and then we a do. worldwide price, don't yeah, we? Yeah, that's do. a good idea. Yeah, and that, like, that, it's not that much. So it's 3250 for Europe, and then only it's only 3750 for, like, anywhere else. But it doesn't seem that much, but I still walk away with a good amount of profit. Because when I went to Singapore in April, like, I think the flight was about, 650 pounds and the accommodation, accommodation was, was like cheap, was cheap it? was like 400 something for yeah the time i was there um so still walk away with like a tidy amount of profit yeah and i, I we're I, I wouldn't say we're cheap it's not cheap is it but we're not like extortionate um and we get bookings because of it yeah so. that's the key isn't it you don't want to be prohibitively expensive yeah and i like the inclusion of everything in it because if I was a bride or a groom yeah I'd be I'd find it a bit overfacing that I've got to organize all my own wedding abroad yeah. anyway and then, and then I have to look for, at flights yeah. and accommodation yes. for somebody else yeah. I think that would encourage but, you to just pick someone local yeah it's like, oh, if it's just like job. here's your cash yeah. and then like we'll sort it out ourselves exactly it's just, we just want easier. to make it as easy as possible for people don't we yeah I think yeah. that's really key definitely I know some people do it the other way it'd be interesting to to, to speak to people to find out how much find out what luck they have with that thing because yeah mm. i think most clients i don't like know if they're suspicious said, of like a flat fee well, you know because we're like oh it's 500 pounds and no, they but, might be thinking like but what you know what if everything just adds up to like no, 370 or something know, or, they'll yeah. know if they're getting married in singapore that liam is spending more than 375 pounds to yeah. get there and stay in a hotel totally. like that's ridiculously lower than that no, you I'm know. just saying, like, but if there's a flat fee, I do, like some people that that like to haggle might be like, well, no, I'll sort out everything, and you know, then you know exactly. But if much. the flat fee was like flat fee makes it easier, then, yeah. then maybe exactly. you might get that kind of questioning then. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. I think a lot of people, most people, would look at our price and think that's really good value. Yeah. Um, and that's why we do quite well from it. Um, yeah. How many are you doing a year? Depends. Um, there's been years. I don't know how many weird there's been years when we've done over. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> Just interviewing your yeah. husband. <laughs> but how I'm many? Say you how know many that are bee. you doing? I'll yeah. ask you. No, how you many are you doing? How many are you guys doing? Yeah. yeah. I think we've got about five. <laughs> Four or five this yeah, year. That's and such then, a nice like number, a though, isn't it? Yeah. And, and they're like, always in Europe. And then like, none. Right. Then none. Well. well yeah. And is it all Pete on his own, or are you going to any? So the next one we're doing is in France. 
isn't it? Oh, no, it's just got, me. That's you've just got me. one on your own in a few weeks yeah. in France, and then we've got one like a month later together. Yeah, I think mm, two weeks later. So yeah. Well, how many have we done this year? I don't think it's loads this year, is it? I think it does like six this year. Mm, is it more? I don't know. A bit more, maybe. Difficult to remember. I, I mean, already next year, like it's gonna, it's looking like a good year for destinations. We've what, got six in the diary for you, next year. That's brilliant. You've got two in October. We've done this one. You were at Castel d'Amporta last month. Yeah. You've got another France one. Singapore. You've already done a France one. Have you? We didn't, went to Singapore in April. Went to Singapore. That's seven already. Okay. There's something else in there There's as well. Something that else, can't. Yeah. yeah, you forget because they're kind of spread out. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, ideally, I'd like to do ten, ten a year. Yeah. Like a third. That's mm-hmm. what my kind of target is. Uh, and like, I know this is kind of controversial, but I, I, I don't think, I, I don't know, I don't think I'd be very happy as a wedding photographer if I couldn't go overseas and shoot. No, it's one of the things you love about this job, so. Yeah. It is. Yeah, I just love like going to weddings that are different. Like that's why I do like Jewish weddings or Indian weddings here. Yeah, it's because they're like different and exciting. You don't know what you're gonna have. We're so different, aren't we? I know. <laughs> I just like a really nice, simple barn wedding. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I like. Just some trees. And stuff, like, just happy people. Homemade cake and just like yeah, yeah jolly. It is interesting. Yeah. But like I said, so before, where would your uh, where would your dream destination be? Oh, that's a very good question. Do you know what? I mean, I love amazing dramatic landscapes. So when I was in Norway in 2019, I was in my absolute element there. So anywhere with like a crazy dramatic landscape. So Yosemite would be awesome, wouldn't it? Yes. Yes. Yeah. I'd love to go to Yosemite. Like Mm. night sky in Yosemite. Yes. Yeah. Anywhere like that. Alaska, Uh Canada. You know where two yeah. men shoot all the time, basically. <laughs> <laughs> Those types of places. Yeah, rugged landscape. I like. What that. about you guys? Rivington Barn. Really Rivington Barn. Yeah. Rivia. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I do. I do love weddings in in France. I really. I was going to yeah. say France is probably my favourite, just because it's never. Well, it, I mean, obviously, it does get really hot, but it just feels like a, you know, a temperature we're all right with. You know. Yeah, yeah. And and I really love the light, the golden vibe of it. I mean, we had, yeah. And mm. the, 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 the wedding here had that light. Yeah, and the trees and like, I like greenery. I don't really like desert. Yeah. Do you guys or book... Um, particularly like beaches. I wouldn't really like to do one in like Hawaii or well, like it's quite places. hard, isn't it? Because the light's not... Yeah. Hot. I mean, when are you... Yeah. There are loads of places I'd like to go on holiday, mm-hmm. but I wouldn't like to shoot a wedding there. Yeah. Too sandy. separate things to me. Yeah. yeah. Sand and camera's not a good combo, really, True. is it? Yeah. True yeah. story. What about the logistics of things? Like, when are you um, booking flights and uh, yeah. car hire and all that jazz? Yeah. Um, I just tend to leave booking flights till usually like a couple of months before. Yeah, we're quite chilled about yeah, it. Yeah, I don't know what the, what the reasons are for me doing that, but I don't, I'm well, not very... Well, now, I think, like, we, we've been a bit more chilled this year just because we weren't sure if they were going to move. Well, this is it as well with the pandemic. Yeah, it's, like, it's been touch and go, hasn't it? We don't book flights until, sh- like, a shorter lead time, really, than yeah. we used to because, are the flights happening? Exactly. Oh, like... Mm. Yeah. And most of these places that we're going are places that have like multiple flights every day. So it's not like there's one flight to yeah. a tiny island, you know? Yeah. True, true. Oh, that would be a dream destination. Like a tiny private, island. Private jet, you know, to a little tiny really? private island. Really? Because I think you'd be really stressed about that. No, because that would be all arranged for you, wouldn't it? Oh, right. Okay. What about accommodation, guys? You um, book it through Airbnb or do you go on booking.com? We've never done Airbnb because mm, we just don't trust no, it. No, I don't trust it either. We, we do like, yeah, booking.com or whatever, you know, just random hotels. Yeah. Everyone that has an Airbnb always looks so delightful. Yeah, they do. Doors. They look really good, but I just think for work, like if you turned up and it was... Also, quite often it's just, yeah. it's just one person, isn't it, as well? And, like, I know that Airbnb cater for all different sizes yeah. of people, but it's like, well, yeah. I only need a bed. I don't need a whole house. Or... Yeah. I'm weirded out by the idea of there being a host. Yes. yes. This was yeah. something yeah. I was yes. going to say. We always, you know, like, if you go on holiday, like, maybe it'd be different. But whenever we're away for a work trip, we want a really faceless, nameless hotel. Yeah. We want to yeah. check in in the middle of the night. I don't want anyone to speak to me. You know, I don't want to 
speak to the B and B owner over breakfast or whatever. I don't want to know totally. where the local restaurants are. Yeah, yeah. 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 I used Pop Airbnb once, and it was when I went to Boston, and it looked delightful <clears throat> in the pictures. I thought, well, this I've, I've I've struck gold here, and then I got to it. It was nice inside, but it was in one of the most dodgy parts of town that I didn't know about. And <laughs> the couple were like, "What are you doing, staying early?" <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, ever since then, um, yeah, Booking.com all the time. Genius three level now actually. Just got to drop that one in there. Um, how long before a wedding are you arriving? Like how yeah. how many days before? Like what? Yeah. Are you flying in the day before, flying out the day after? What's the jazz? Two days minimum for me always. For So for Europe, I'll aim to get there two so days before. So say you've before. got a wedding yeah. on a Saturday, you're arriving on a Thursday. Thursday, Thursday. Yeah, yeah. Thursday and then you've got a, yeah, full, same you've for got us. a travel day. And then you've and got you, a whole day. You doing guys nothing. exactly the same. Yeah. Exactly well, I, the same. It's less to have a day of rest. It's more just because um, of all the flight cancellations. Just in case. Just yeah. in case. And yeah. then after the wedding, whenever that w I would fly home the next day. I wouldn't like have a, yeah. a gap after same. the wedding. I'd yeah. just be like, I want to go home. Yeah. yeah. But getting there early as well, it just means that when you arrive, you can just kind of like compose yourself, can't you, and try and get yourself yeah. in the zone. If you knew you had to arrive and then grab your camera yeah. and start shooting, it's just all a little bit too hectic, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. A lot of these destination weddings as well, there's something going on the evening yeah. before. There'll be like a welcome exactly barbecue. Like relax, yeah. like nothing major to shoot, but just like a little bit of something that you might want to pop to for an hour or two. So yes. like it's good to have a bit of time before yeah. you yeah, you get Do you guys it. charge any extra to go to like the, like in Spain, you have like a paella night, don't they? Or um, yeah. something like that. Do you charge any extra? I don't really. remember going to any of these things. No, I mean, we go to things the day before sometimes. Yeah, but it, yeah, it's normally you just turn up for Very a couple relaxed, of hours. It's like, not... It's yeah, yeah. yeah I same. think if we started Not adding it on as like a thing, then you'd feel the pressure to shoot loads of stuff of it. Whereas if you just like, no, yeah, we'll pop in. Like you don't yeah. feel as bad like just mingling in and actually not doing that much work, but just like. I think it's good to include it. Nice to get to know it's an added incentive, yeah. isn't it, yeah. to book as well? Yeah, in we always do it. We give like a complimentary sea shoot, don't we? We do. Yeah, we do. So we go. I go to the beach well. and do those. But that really is because you want to do it. It's more for me. I know it's kind of a bit like well. No, it's yeah. a good idea though, and I think people have to make the most of it. If you're going yeah. and doing these destination weddings, get a bit of something you want to get. Get as much yeah. as humanly possible. Do as many shoots as as you can. Exactly. I think these guys kind of think about those sort of pictures but and they'll just sort of go along with it because it sort of sounds well it's free and it's fun it's and then cool they, just, and they love the photos it's, well, it's something to like it makes an yeah. event out of it, it they, makes they, something they, people a bit special, talk about it at the it? wedding yeah. as well they'll like yeah. they'll tell all the friends about it we'll try and send a couple of pictures and it just creates a nice talking yeah. point yeah yeah should yeah. we talk about how um destination weddings differ from a UK wedding, yeah, like in terms of I mean, timelines, yeah. and we've covered yeah. a lot of that with them. Most of them start later, obviously, because yeah. it's boiling. Yeah. Like ceremony will often be at like five, won't it? So it's hotter. I don't know if anyone you know has mentioned you know, that. This, yeah, um, to bear in it mind. can be very hot. So yeah. what, what are you wearing to these? Just on the subject of hotness, just a thong. Yeah. yeah. Do you yeah. know what? I'm, I'm stupid. Like I just wear what I wear for UK yeah, weddings, so does Pete. and I wear my flat cap as well. I wear um, a short sleeve shirt. Absolutely, a flat cap is yeah. next level insanity. I wore it in Singapore, the flat Just cap. Just wear a cap. Like this, a I have said this cap. so many times. It's still it's it's so many times. Burning. But yeah. it's made of wool. I know, but it's like that's my <laughs> that's my uniform. It's like wearing a bobble hat. It <laughs> smells <laughs> so bad. I can't tell you <laughs> that hat. It's gone. Did now. you I lost find it. your hat? No, I asked him. I said, "Where's my hat?" Because I left it left it there at the last wedding. I did a Castell in Porter, and I asked about it. And nope, don't know. I had that cap for ten years. 10 years well, they like probably took apple. one smell of it and were like, this is going in the bin. Biohazard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just like, I've always worn the cap. Then when it started with the cap, I started to wear the cap. And then You know why you started wearing the cap? Do why you want to tell people why you started wearing the cap? Why? Uh, because no, 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 no. It's once, not because of that. Not once, but <laughs> twice, you Sambuca burnt a ring in the middle of your forehead. That is brilliant. Yeah, okay. That's well, am I expected to expand on this now, am I? <laughs> no, I think, that, <laughs> I think that says it all. Yeah. yeah, I burnt my head with a flaming sambuca and yeah. I've got a round Twice. circle in the middle, right then, in the middle of my forehead as well. And then someone said, how did you do that? And then you the did wedding. it again. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well. I can't yeah. see it. It was so now, bad. It was, it was like it? 30 degree burns. It's faded a lot. It has faded Someone at a recent wedding like, came up. Actually, whose wedding was it? Amelia's wedding. Some guy was like, Do you mind me asking, mate? Uh, just like, how did you uh, get that circle on your head? And I felt, I just felt, you know, how rude. Wow, <laughs> I so like I told to him the story, and he just looked at me, and he just started like, 
he could see he was like trying to hold his laughter in <laughs> and then he was telling everyone and then when I was dancing he kept them coming up to me and like doing these symbols like going up to me like drawing like a little circle on my head like hey hey it's like yeah very funny mate but uh, <laughs> he's not sensitive about it at all you know, yeah, it's it's a good talking point. But yeah, yeah you so. basically you wear normal clothes, you wear your normal shoes, comfy shoes. You're not trying to rock a flip flop, like. No, I can't walk in flip flops. We, no, we, we, we went in. T- we went t-shirts later on in the day, didn't oh, we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a very good idea, wasn't it? I think that is a good idea because I think you want to start the day looking smart, but by a few hours in, no one cares. You're dishevelled after a few and hours. You need in, to not yeah. be stinky, and when you've been sweating for hours. Yeah, and there was a few good. other people wearing t-shirts, weren't there, during the there day? Were. Yeah, and yeah. shorts. So it had that vibe. Mm. Yeah. You wanted to talk about light and how the light's different, didn't you? It's yeah. pretty. It's pretty. But you need to, yeah. But obviously, the, yeah, if you're shooting earlier in the day, I think, you know, the fact that the sun is so bright and so overhead high. can be a problem, you know, and it's all about finding shade, isn't it? Yeah. But, I mean, like, we love, at a destination wedding, just finding, like, good, like, spots with you know, white walls or something, you can bounce it off and have your own little soft box and mm-hmm. you just get, get a lovely, lovely light from y- that. Yeah. yeah. I do in love the light, the, the light walls you get, you know, like these venues in yeah. Spain, France yeah. and Italy, they have these, like, like where we're sat now. Exactly. Like all these kind of like, yeah, light around. Joy to edit. Yeah. Oh, mm. Love yeah. a destination exactly. wedding for yeah. that. Love it. Are there any other bits and bobs that you want to add to the destination uh, Oh, yeah, well, the look, first look, isn't it? They do the first look oh, yeah. in Europe. That's mm-hmm. a thing, and that's a, something that is just not done in the UK. And, like, sometimes I like it, and then other times I think, well, it's kind of like the groom's missing out on that moment when she's coming down the aisle. Yeah. And he sees her for the first time, and there can be tears, can't there, at that moment. So you, you're missing out on that a bit. But then on, on the flip side they get to have that moment together, don't yeah. they? Away yeah, from their guests. Nice. And sometimes think, yeah, it's a bit more the, natural. The, the walking Without down the aisle staring, moment, right, everyone's staring. staring at you, yeah. 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 I think maybe it's quite, you have to like add to making that a nice moment if they do a first look, rather than it being like a photo shoot. I think it's a lot of it goes on to us, doesn't it? Because it is set up. Like mm-hmm. you're going to stand there, she's going to walk up behind you, I'll tell you when to turn around, like all of that. But it's like you have to try and yeah make it make it a moment for them yeah. rather than just posing yeah. like turn around and be amazed like you don't need to do that like just let them have a minute yeah yeah I do feel sorry after the first look for the bride because usually after that it would be like they do like pre drinks don't they like carver or something like that yeah. before the ceremony so the groom's like All right I'm off for a carver and then she's just hiding she's got to like sneak and like back upstairs yeah. and like hide in the room. <laughs> it is weird. <laughs> So I do feel a bit sorry for the bride. I mean, not every destination wedding has a first look. No, you know? no, um, no, and I think no. Like, Most of ours haven't had a first look. Yeah, I think, um, you know, a lot of English people getting married abroad would be like, what? No, I'm not doing that. What's the point? I'm pretty sure the, the first one had a first look, the Moroccan one. We, we have done a few, yeah, but yeah, yeah, I'm just saying it's like, it's not every single one. Yeah, no. You, most of your weddings, English people, no. or are they people from their country that you're in, or are they have they travelled to that as a destination wedding? Um, yeah, I would say not. most of them aren't English. Obviously, we do English, but then we do people from all over the world, particularly yeah. at Castel d'Emporta. There's like we have a lot of Americans. A lot of Irish, a lot of American, Canadian. Yeah. Um, and then to them, like, that's normal. Yeah. The first look, that's just the done thing. Yeah, exactly. And the cocktail hour as well. I yeah. love American mm. weddings. Oh, yeah. They're just, yeah. They're just better than mm-hmm. every other wedding. They're so they much better. Yeah. Like, I love how... Just they always bring it, though, don't they? Yeah. I love everything the about face. it, though. Like, mum walks the groom down the aisle. Yeah. That's I adorable. Love that. Really nice. I love that. Yes. Yeah. I love that the bridesmaids do speeches. Yeah. You know, there's yeah. always a maid of honour toast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love everything. I love when they walk into the meal and just do the first dance, just randomly at the beginning of dinner. Totally, yeah. This is not the background it's sound that we would have. It's quite. I think it sounds like we're in the forest. The clouds are descending from the hills as well. The, one of my favourite um, destination weddings was one we did in Italy. I can't remember what year it was. It was like probably five years ago, but it was for two Italian. No, he was Ital- like so he was Italian. Italian. Yeah. He was the most Italian man I've ever met. Where was she from? Switzerland. Yeah. But anyway, no one at this wedding spoke English. So that was like a full on, like, where am I? 
what am I doing? Yeah. Like, you felt like you were in another world. How did you communicate with them? Just a lot of gesturing and smiling. Oh, my God. It was really nice. It was. They were really lovely nice. people. And it was so funny because we, like, it was an Italian wedding. And, like, I didn't know the level of food yeah. would be quite oh, like God, that. Yeah. So they started eating at about five. And I think we stopped eating at like <clears throat> midnight. It was like yeah. all eating. They don't stop. They'd, yeah, yeah, they'd more just move the table. I'm sure there were more. They there was more food. Dance, there was a massive. Then they had some more risotto. Then they had a little yeah. dance. Then they had some pasta. Outside, they, it was because it was, it was, like it was cheese course time outside while the dancing was happening. Yeah. So there was just amazing cheeses. It was so lovely. And they're like. And they get offended if you don't eat as well. Yeah, don't they? we had to. Oh, yeah, we were, we were sat, sat down. with the yeah. guests. Like it was, it was one of those, and it was, it was really special. We and were I was, like that. I was full after the second course, which was some delicious risotto, but then just more delicious things. It kept was appearing. massive, honestly. Like I can't eat risotto as a starter. I massively <laughs> empathise with this because we did an Italian wedding. We went to where did we go? Was it Tuscany? And we were staying in a Borgo. Yeah. Me and Betty stayed behind while Liam went to a meal, and um, they'd cook for us. But they'd cooked for me, Liam, and Betty. And at the time, Betty was, I don't know, three. I met nothing. And I had to eat all three of our meals with approximately seven courses belly. Honest to God, by the end of it, I was just like, I'm going to vomit. I'm going to be sick. Good effort. I know, but you know when you feel so guilty as well? Like, you hadn't been able to communicate. It was, it wasn't going to be there. Like Betty, yeah. they probably were like, she, doesn't eat. she is so greedy. <laughs> <laughs> it was a great place out there, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. It was fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Nearly died on a by eating a peach. Remember? No. Yeah, eating I a peach. remember eating a bloody peach. Oh, was this when you well, found the, out that you had a peach allergy? Yeah, well, the owners brought some delicious peaches. They just picked. Oh, well, I wanted those, and oh, I had dear. a peach. And literally, like, I thought I don't remember being allergic to a peach. Lips all swelled up, throat swelled up. And then uh, it took about like three hours for the for the wheezing to go. Oh wow! Yeah. So destination weddings are dangerous. Just you gotta say. watch out for, for the peaches. For peaches. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Peaches abroad. Oh. Well, interesting. If you're like allergic to tree pollen, then the same protein strand is within a peach. Oh. Isn't it any yeah. stoned fruit? Any though? stone fruit. So cherries. Because I tried cherries not so long ago. I was like, oh damn it, here we go again. Should we add yeah. science facts with Liam? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I dropped that one in there. I thought that's really interesting. That makes a lot of sense. I'm basically eating tree pollen Uh, right now. Yeah. So. Have you had any massive disasters at destination weddings? Um, No, no. I'm just. I was trying to think actually of any like. Yeah, yeah, crazy stories that have majorly gone wrong. I mean, we had the time we've covered already where where we left all our clothes. Um, But. I mean, no, aside from that, we've never had, like, flights cancelled or, you know, hotels that were disgusting or anything like that, have we? Can no. you think of anything? No, I'm trying to think. With Santorini wedding... Um, we couldn't see. We couldn't see, yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Just, well, Why? because you can't wear sunglasses while like, you're taking pictures. Oh, oh yeah, totally yes. right, yeah. yeah. All the white buildings, I yeah. I yeah. walking just, up to Pete, like, it was after hard the ceremony and being like, so unhappy, yeah. I can't see anything, like, it's so <laughs> white <laughs> everywhere. Oh. Just like that horrible, you know, like, tension headache you get behind your eyes, like, where you're, like, squinting all day. Yeah, yeah. No, I've not had any, like, crazy, like... Singapore last wedding I just did I could not get my head around the jet lag and when I was there like nine years ago I managed to switch over quite easily this time gave myself three days and literally one hour sleep every night so when it came to do the wedding I was just so deliriously tired I just I don't know how I got through it I just like I turned up at the wedding and then I finished the wedding and it was like uh, I just had a dream and yeah, I yeah like surreal did that even happen yeah like when, when we went to Australia we weren't I wouldn't say we were jet lagged we like were fine we were on the way there if which anything, I don't I think is the way it's supposed up, to be like, wide awake at 4am like wide awake but that mm. wasn't a bad thing really it was just you know mm. on the way back we're broken for a few days I, it was yeah it was when we got home it's a funny thing isn't isn't it jet lag but it is it's that feeling of like everything's surreal yeah, yeah. and it made me feel ill like yeah. in the past when I've had jet lag it's like whatever you just sort of shrug it off this time I thought 
I guess it's because, you know, in four, in your 40s now, I felt like physically <laughs> ill. I thought, this feels like the flu. I don't yeah. feel good. <laughs> so on that jolly note, how yeah. would you recommend people like start trying to get destination weddings? Yeah, because I think a lot okay. of people want to do destination weddings and have no idea how to get yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would, I would say um, what I did was I did those first destination weddings that just did sort of present themselves to me. So I got the one through the engagement shoot. Yeah. I would say do engagement shoots for, in London particularly, because you get lots of international couples who come over for engagement shoots yeah. in London. They need photographers for their weddings. And then just come so that's from one a place way. of yes, where yeah. you just, you know, and do them or for like there's loads of style shoots abroad nowadays. Yes, I think a lot of people do this. Like styled workshops, should I say. Yeah. I think there's one like in Bali in January that quite a few people are going to. Yeah. I know yeah. there's someone that organises them in Mallorca as well. Yeah. So you could or, always I mean, you go on always one of those and then at least you've got content yeah. that you could be putting yeah. out there, but it does yeah. involve financial commitment, doesn't it? You've got to put yeah. money yeah. into it in order to... You could always yeah. set up your own shoot, like Pete did a shoot in Iceland. Oh, um, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, I would, yeah. A little while um, ago because Stefan um, really wanted to yeah, do weddings Paul. in Iceland, so, yeah. you know... It's a good way of doing I it, I think yeah. if you want to start shooting weddings in Ibiza yeah. or whatever, like, take a couple of your friends... And I remember, or get um, hire some models, yeah. it's super easy to do. I remember a do. photographer, I don't know if I should name them, but they were on holiday in Italy. Yeah. Um, and the hotel he was staying at had a few other couples in it, so he asked them, you know, approached people basically, and asked if he could do yeah. some light portrait. Yeah, that's yeah. a cute idea. Yeah. It's yeah. not a bad idea at all. Yeah, yeah, if you've got the confidence the to be able to yeah. do it, go yeah. for it. You have to make the most of opportunities. We were talking Definitely. about this the other day. Like, even when you do have a destination wedding, you could always like let the world know yeah. I'm going to be in Tuscany on mm-hmm. this date. Does anybody like, want a shoot? Yeah, put it out into yeah. the world because yeah. then you can kind of make the most of it. Because you could there. do yeah. the shoots, you know, for free. Yeah, even though, like, very few people, if they're on holiday in Tuscany, will you know probably yeah. turn down a, a free yeah. shoot from someone that's good. Exactly, and then it just gives you that little bit of fodder that you can be um, putting out there. Yeah, and there's people out there as well who want um, UK photographers to go and shoot their weddings, but are not willing to pay like a, yeah. re- a reasonable fee um, they'll shop around to fi- try and find someone who will do it for cost price some people might, might you know might have to spend some money themselves to go and do it but there's a, there's a big market out there for people who are after photographers who will just go for the experience so mm-hmm. I think if you've got yeah. like a presence on your website you don't necessarily have to optimise for like keywords for like destination weddings you could just have a presence on your website that shows that you're willing and open to doing them same with your social media as well um, and then you can start using like rel- you know the relative hashtags for destination weddings if people then stumble across your website and they can see you, you know you're open and willing to doing these jobs then you might be able to get your first gigs that way yeah. for like cost price just to build the portfolio yeah it really is yeah. like anything like it snowballs once you do one it shows that you you know that's what you want to do and I think also, I think it, you need to be able to go and do them to see if you actually like them or not because everyone has yeah. this it's kind stressful. of rose-tinted vision of a destination mm. wedding and they yeah. are great. They have massive, yeah. massive positives to them but they do have people. their challenges. No, exactly. they do have to, There's a lot of anxiety, like particularly when you're packing, trying to get the things that you need. You don't want to forget anything. Yeah. So you're constantly checking and checking and checking. You've got everything. Then you've got the hassle of like getting your accommodation, higher cars, Insurances. Um, insurances, flights, getting to the airport on time, getting to your finding the high car place, getting to the location afterwards. So there's all Brexit these things. Yeah. Like, there's, yeah. There's all these things which I kind of like just embrace and just kind of go with it. And then I, I do quite like the pressure um, of that. You're very much not a warrior though or a planner, are you? You're very much just take it step by step by step and like deal with the one thing in front of you and then mm. the one thing ahead of you. Yeah. Like you're not a kind of a long vision. And I think no. if you were, possibly it might be a bit more stressful. Because yeah. if you were like, I've got all these things to worry about and... Yeah, it's just nice getting off the plane like, and, and you feel the warmth, don't you, of a, of a warm country. Jump in your hire car, windows down, tunes are going and you're cruising to the venue. You it's like, yeah, this is good. <laughs> It's still really warm now, isn't it? It is, isn't it? I'm sweating. Shall we talk about our highs and lows of the week? Yay, let's talk about our highs and lows of the week. I've got such a good high. I've got such a good high. I mean, my high of the week is being on holiday and sunbathing. And my low of the week is I have a million mosquito bites. Oh, yeah, you have been savage. I think I've got 34 now. (laughs) 
Oh, but it they're was not. 34 this morning. It's definitely more than that now. No, it was 32 this morning. Oh, is that okay? I think um, they're not as itchy, though. So I think they're on the way out. And Pete got me some new spray today. So Did. we'll yeah. see how that goes. Yeah. Can I go? Can I go? Go, go, go. go. Do you remember the episode a couple of weeks back where Liam had left a care package of amazing cake and cake pie. in a jar? Oh, yeah. The pride. Katie's cake. DM'd me Katie. on Instagram. Thank you. You saved my bacon. And said that she would send me some. You that know when you're so just sweet. so touched by something and yeah. like people. People are amazing and super kind. And I mean, you might like crying about it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, also just really makes your day. Yeah. It, it yeah. really, it's a really, really nice thing for, for really Katie sweet. to do that. So that is my yeah. so you're very gonna high get high. the cake. I'm gonna get the cake in a jar. Yeah. And then my low is I I can't sleep. No, you can't sleep here. Yeah. No. What time have you been getting up then? About five. Five. Yeah, five's the average. I've had one day where it was three. I mean, it's not okay. No. Not good. At least we're not having to do much during the day. It's we not like it's hard work. We need to data, guys. But this is the thing. I sent Liam to go do, and get yeah. melatonin from the pharmacy. It's done nothing. It's done nothing. Yeah. yeah. What? Oh. Oh, well. Hey-ho. Pete, what's your high of the week? I'm on holiday now. Yeah, I don't have another wedding to go to. That is good. For a whole yeah. week? For a whole... No, we don't have one mm. the weekend we get back either. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, so you, you actually have Don't you? two weeks no? off. No, they, um, Liam's doing that wedding and they I'm got in touch it. with me, but they, um, they oh. didn't want me, they wanted all the raw footage and I said no and that was uh. the end of it, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You were like, nope, nope. <laughs> don't give away my raws. Uh-uh. Should be a good wedding, <laughs> yeah. They're doing um, the first, um, first magic trick instead of the first dance. Okay. Is, yeah. uh, sounds yeah. cool. Sounds cool. <laughs> Going off on a tangent. Interesting. Anyway. Yeah. So, what's your low what's of the week, low, yeah. low of the week. Um, being hot, being hot, and being, being a wedding. Being hot, a wedding, yeah. Because I, I was just like eleven thousand steps that day. Just like too many running, steps. running around in like yeah. 35, 36. What was it? No, yeah. it was thirty nine in it the was. in the street. It told us, wasn't it? Somewhere. It was. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it was. Uh, it was a lot. Yeah. Yeah. But you've done it now, and it, it was good. I know. It was really smashed nice. it. We yeah. were a good team. Yeah. Liam, I think the footage is good, though. I, yeah, of course it is. You're Peter Lawson. <laughs> yeah, three-time UK videographer of the year, man. That's Thanks, man. Thanks, man. <laughs> what's your height? Go on, Liam, what's your height? Uh, I was thinking, so I was probably um, making sure, or not making sure, but getting out of the sea with my couple and they were unscathed. There was no stings. <laughs> Imagine if they were covered in jellyfish stings the day before the, day, the wedding. Yeah. When I got out of the sea, oh I thought, God, thank yeah, God. Really Imagine getting stung on the face. I not even thought of that. Stung on the face. Imagine. Yeah, so that was like, whew, I was so relieved. Did you um, not get showered when you got back? Because that was one of your fears, wasn't it, on the drive back? Like, uh-huh. oh, I can't tell Bea about the jellyfish. And, uh, <laughs> I think it'll make me think in the future, because they were all hanging, hanging out in this like cove where no, there was no one in this cove, basically. Jellyfish cove. Hundreds of people, thousands of people everywhere. <clears throat> No one in the cove. That's and why there was no one in the you cove. Should have, you should have thought, there's a reason why this <laughs> <laughs> idyllic cove is is deserted. Uh, and then the other low, probably like yeah, Everton got beat by Chelsea first game of the season. That was a bit depressing. Wasn't that inevitable? No. Get, I thought you got relegated. Did you know? No, we did not be. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Really close. Anyway, really, we're really excited close. about F1 when we go home. <laughs> I'm guys. so excited. Sorry, Liam. It's all right, yeah. I need to get into it somehow, don't don't I? We'll suck you in. I don't mind it, watching it. It is like, it is quite exciting to watch yeah. it. I just, what? I don't have an emotional attachment to any of the drivers. What about Ricardo yeah. maybe getting sacked, though? Let's not go off. Let's not go off on an F1 tangent. Possibly. Why? Poor guy, I love Ricardo. I can't cope with the tropical <laughs> storm in the background, guys. Oh, God, it's so bad. <laughs> yeah, we should call it a day. Yeah. Okay, come on, let's go. It's getting worse. <laughs> I don't know how it's possible. Save yourself. <laughs> the rain is bouncing off the wall. Oh, bye everyone. Bye, bye guys. Bye bye bye. Bye bye. 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 bye.